legendary. You in the stands, I ain't need no commentary. If you the competition, you gon' get buried. I don't cheat on the game, we gettin' married. Yeah. They gon' know me as legendary. You in the stands, I ain't need no commentary. Ain't no option, ain't no secondary. Yeah. I just throw it out like a Hail Mary. What is up, Royal fam? It is your boy, Sean Rios, and you are now tuning in to Royal Talk. Thank God I got a special episode for you guys today. It is Conversations with Sean Rios. I know you guys love these series. So I always, if you guys don't know about the series Conversations with Sean, I bring in spectacular guests and we have spectacular conversations. But first, before we even get into that, I have one fee. For my new listeners, I have one fee. And that fee is to share the podcast. If the podcast made you feel enlightened, if it made you think about something, if it made you laugh, if it made you just feel any type of way, make sure that you share the podcast. Sharing the podcast organically really helps the show grow. I don't really do ads. I don't do any of that. I just have this podcast to have a positive influence and to just inspire people and to have people think about things that they probably haven't thought about before. So... I don't want to waste any more time. I just want to get really into this conversation because I think this conversation is going to be very enlightening. I think you guys are going to enjoy this as an audience because I have a great and fantastic guest with me today, here today. Um, honestly, he since I first met him, he's just been a great guy. He has great energy. Um, he has a great mindset as well, and I think that's what we clicked on so much. Um, but yeah, I met him probably, honestly, like a, a few months ago. Um, but Honestly, the, all those few months, I honestly got what an, enough of what I need for him to be on this podcast. Honestly, he has a great mindset. I think he just has a great outlook on life. And I think that all you guys can, can learn something here today. He's also a fighter as well, so which is dope. I've always wanted to get into that. But welcome to the show, Gavin. How are you doing today? I'm doing mighty fine, man. Thanks so much for having me. Um, this has honestly been the highlight of my year so far. <laughs> I've been trying to hop on a podcast for a while, man. Um, especially with the topic that we got to discuss. It's going to be an amazing topic, man. Um, just life takes you places, man. And, and that self-awareness of where, where you are is big. Um, but everybody, um, same as Sean, just, just take from my life experience and his, and we're going to go into this in-depth conversation. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I, I love how you hit on that point because I don't think the whole convers- the point of conversations with Sean isn't to debate whether or not we're right or we're wrong. It's just having a conversation, just an open conversation, an open dialogue of his perspective, my perspective, his experience, his experience, uh, my experience, his knowledge, and my knowledge. And so all I ask for you guys as well is just to have and listen to this conversation with an open mind. So, I mean, I'm, I'm ready to get into it, man. Are you ready? Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Woo! All right, man. Um, so just kind of give us a background of who you are, like where you came from, like kind of how you grew up. Like, yeah. Let's just um, start from the beginning, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so me personally, man, um, I come from a divorced family. Um, one with a lot of hardships, one with a lot of success, up and down, man. Um, my parents split when I was six months old. Uh, I was just oh. a little kid, um, so I don't really know what that connection's like. Um, but having split parents with different mindsets mm-hmm. have, ha- has opened me up to, to so many different viewpoints, man. And um, you kind of have to shape things that you do on your own. Yeah. Uh, I grew up in a very sports-centered uh family um it was very uh it was very split but it was also very unified by that Mm -hmm. um i didn't think sports could be so powerful until i started playing getting into it um i really cherished the the relationships i made in my life 
Um, some for, you know, that didn't end well, but I still take the best from it. And some that are still going, man, and I'm proud of it, man. And this is a new one for me, dude. So Absolutely. you and I are going to kick it off. Um, let's, let's go back to, like, your beginning with just family, right? Because family really just shapes who you are as a person. I mean, me coming from uh, a single parent, um, I, can, I can definitely sort of somewhat relate. Um, but I never really had a father figure at all in my life, uh, honestly, probably since I was born. So uh, it, it, it is tough because it really does shape the way you view life, even the way you just think about life. And, and I, I, res I respect that so much. And I think that we can also come from a place of understanding just because of our, our family background. Can I ask you a question? Like, were you closer with your, your mother or your, or your father? Um, so obviously with the split, there's custody things. Yeah. Um, I grew up living with my mom mm -hmm. um, and seeing my dad every other weekend. Okay. Um, now, my mom uh, comes from a place of, uh, she's very prideful, um, but her being a single mom and doing everything on her own, having to pay for me and help out with me yeah. um, is hard. Yeah, um, and I saw my dad and my dad's a very hard worker. Um, I respect that man probably more than anybody I've ever met. He's taught me a lot of life lessons. Um, but, you know, growing up every day with my mother, it's, it's a different bond. You know, my mom is, my mom is the one that sees the soft, l more broken down side of me. Mm -hmm. And my dad's the one that sees the, the tough, like, um, hardcore decision making and, and, mm -hmm. and, you know, that strong drive side of me, man. Awesome. Um, so I'm close with both of them, but I definitely think that like the relationships are very different. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, and I love that you say that because, um, you know, with, two different types of people and probably two different types of personalities, you're going to have a different interaction, a different type of relationship with them. And so I, I, I totally understand uh, where that came from. And um, I love that you, you speak very highly of both of them, um, honestly. And I'm glad that you have a, a good connection with both of them. But um, because I also know how divorce, how it can affect kids, right? Um, you know, I study in psychology and you know, you look into that stuff from how it affects kids' um, psyche sometimes when you're young, but especially when you grow up in probably areas where you may see a family, you know what I mean, together and stuff like that. And, and so I, I, I totally understand. But let's get into a little bit sort of growing up high school. Kind of how was that like for you? Um, high school was good. High school was good. Um, I made a lot of friends that, that weren't my friends because of who I was mm -hmm. um, and were more my friends because of the things I did and the like accolades, like, um, like sports, okay, sports. Um, you know, I was just the guy who who didn't care really what you did or where you were from. Mm -hmm. If you if you cared enough to understand the person you were in conversation with, I had mad respect for you. Mm -hmm. You you're part of my group. Um, always always included the kids that were less fortunate than me. Um, always, mm -hmm. uh, that's a big priority in my life. Um, but yeah, you know, I hung out with some kids that, you know, wouldn't be considered what people think is quote unquote popular. Mm -hmm. um, just because, you know, sometimes you find those are the realest people you'll ever know. Absolutely. And um, I love I love that you said that. I love that you realized in high school. Unfortunately, I can't say the same. I was caught in that crowd where, you know, I wanted to be like the popular kid. I wanted to be the kid that everyone liked me. But, you know, it was kind of the way for me to like express myself as the best I can in high school because I didn't really like understand myself I didn't know myself I didn't work on myself and I felt like the best way to do that I don't know was 
be a part of the crowd, you know what I mean? If you really don't know yourself, you're just gonna assimilate yourself in a part of a group. And you know, the one thing I learned about, you know, the last four or five years of my life was really just how do I stand on my own? How do I be, love myself? How do be how do I become confident in my abilities? How do I grow from my abilities? But you know, I'm 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 glad that you realize that like you you sort of had a order an older or sooner realization than I had when it comes to that. But um, it's definitely important to to really think about that and think about sort of how can I understand people and not just want to fit into a group, you know, just fit into a group because they're cool or they're popular and stuff like that. And, and I love that you came to that realization. You were aware socially of like who you should be around. I you, love that. You know, and uh, one of the things that I was told when I was younger as, as, as a kid mm-hmm. um, was that it, I forget who said it. I forget who told me, but somebody said... And it's a popular phrase that a lot of people say, even mainstream artists, stay down till you come up, right? And and that, in, in my, the way it clicked with me personally was, you know, at the end of the day, it's the harshest reality, but you got your back the most, right? Like you, the moment you realize who you are, you start to create situations that are beneficial to you, mm-hmm. right? And so... As a kid, growing up with my, like going to my dad and like how I told you, he's he's very much more so like he's a driven guy and he wants to see that that passion. Um, he always he always took pride in the fact that I was always I was always self aware yeah. about my fortune yeah. and others' misfortune, mm-hmm. and uh, that was so a big he part. Put, he put a little bit of perspective. In yeah, life it seems like. Yeah, he was he was that. a big inspiration for how I view people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't hang out with the people I hang out with because they're popular. Yeah. Like, like all credit to Sean. Sean works his butt off, man. He puts his <laughs> podcast on for y'all. I appreciate it, he, he does all these extracurriculars, it. man. And um, that draws me to him. You know, yeah. that that's why I'm inspired to be on this podcast, man. Because people like this click with me, you yeah. know. And, like, at the end of the day, like, you're doing big moves for yourself. Hey, um, I I appreciate it, bro. Because I you know honestly, I I tell people all the time, man. It's a certain energy, it's a certain vibe people give off, and if you guys are on the same frequency, man, you we connect, and I think that's exactly what happened here. You know, you get this certain vibration, a certain frequency where you're like, okay, this person, I'm I'm getting a good vibe from this person. I feel like, and 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 it was right, like it was kind of a bit of my intuition, and you know. Most of the time, my intuition is not going to tell me wrong. Yeah. And so, you know, I really appreciate that. And I, again, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. You know, for me personally, I want the best people on here. Like, I want the best content. I want the best that this uh, university has to offer, you know. And even, even people outside of the university, I just want to provide the best content for the people listening and just to enlighten us and, and grow ourselves because I notice every time I've gotten done doing this podcast, I have, I've grown, like, especially just having a conversation. So, um, again, I appreciate you coming on here. Um, but let's, let's just kick off the start, like the conversation of like, sort of, how do you see yourself growing like in the next year? Like, how do you, like, what do you, what do you see yourself growing as? Um, so my life has taken a lot of like dips and, and, you know, like a roller coaster, Mm -hmm. you know, um, a lot of people experience hardship, you know, and, and that changes who you are. Um, and I've always been open to knowing that things are going to come in my way that I might not necessarily want. Right. Um, and, and so in that sense, I, I, I can't really tell where life's going to take me, Mm -hmm. but what I can say is that 
the person that I am today is is a person that I'm proud of, mm-hmm. and a person that's gone through a lot of turmoil and hardship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I guess the most growth I could really ask for is is to broaden my sense of understanding even more than I already have. Um, to to understand each person on an individual level, mm-hmm. and um, the 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 more accepting I am of people, the the more doors I have open in my life, man. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and um, it sounds like you, you, like it's like a lot of, of building relationships. And I think that's very important um, because in the last two years, I think we've all as a society have done a crappy job of building relationships with one another, and instead probably burning bridges. And I and I love that like coming out. You're like this next year or this year even. Um, what I want to do is build more relationships. I want to connect more with individuals. I don't want this superficial connection. And you know, I absolutely respect that. And I absolutely, I can't tell you how much I respect that. Um, you know, for me, I think that next in this next year, I think that there's going to be. I think we all grow in numerous ways, but the, I think what I'm going to try to focus on is making sure that I am prepared for the next step um, and, and what I mean by that is that you know I'm on my last leg of my college career my academic career um, for undergrad and so I'm, I'm planning to go to law school I'm planning for that next step and so um, this next year I think it's all about preparedness you know making sure that I'm prepared for that next level just kind of how I was in high school you know getting ready for the next level of college I'm kind of in that zone of making sure that I, I I'm prepared you know and, and I do absolutely everything to train making sure I um, take practice tests for the LSAT you know there's there's uh, little goals that I do to make sure that I get to that next level because like you know you're not going to just get to that next level by just planning goals about it right we have to do action and that's something that i kind of talked about um in my previous um podcast but taking action is what really is going to help you grow um i mean obviously you can gain all the knowledge you want you can you can read about it you can talk to people about it but it's the experience that's what's actually going to help you grow as an as an individual right you can read books about building relationships with people you can read books about how to have a, a connection with people but like you're not actually doing it, right? And you don't, yeah. you're not actually gaining <laughs> the experience. So like for my audience, I think that what we're trying to say is that instead of, if you want to grow and if you want to um, improve yourself, you have to gain that experience. You have to feel that uncomfortableness and you have to go through that adversity. Like what Gavin was saying, he went through that adversity and now he's growing as a person and he's probably more aware of certain situations that he wasn't aware of um, before that situation, before that adversity, you know, and like the thing about adversity is a person never knows what something is like until they've been through it. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I don't know that I'm, for example, I don't know that I want to want to be in criminology until I've tried to be in criminology. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and, and Sean's a hundred percent right. You know, he's a hundred percent right. Um, Sitting idly is how people lose years of their life, right? Yeah. Um, and and it's hard for some people. It's so hard to get out there and socially get active. Yeah. Or so- it's simple. It's simple, but it's, yeah. it's not easy to yeah. do. And yes. I think there's a difference. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, like, it's just taking that first step can be a mile for some people. You know. Yeah. And and I think it's it's very crucial to understand and and to know where you're at in your life. 
and that's part of what the 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 purpose of this podcast right here is mm-hmm. is to understand where you're at as a person. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And and not forcing action, but coming to the conclusion that action is going to make you a better person. Yeah, and I, 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 you know what? I love that last part you said because you you don't want to force action because look, you need to think about it. You mm-hmm. need the plan. Like I'm not. We're not trying to say that planning is not important. I mean, mm-hmm. it's all pieces of a puzzle, yeah. right? And you put the pieces together. And then that's where you grow, and then that's where you get this new person. All we're saying is that you can't just have the planning, you can't just have this one piece and expect to have see the full picture, mm-hmm. right? You have to have these two pieces. You have to plan and you have to execute. And I think that you just can't execute because what are you planning? You know? Yeah. That's that's real stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, like if you if you can't have one or the other, it's both, right? When it comes to planning and executing in order for you to get uh, to a better place. Um, I, have a, I have a question for you. I think a lot of people sort of think about it and they're like, well, what if I fail? You know, like, should I, should I even try? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, what do you tell the audience? Like, should they try? Mm-hmm. Or should they, should they fail? Like, is failing worse than trying? What do you think? So, adversity, right? Some people are scared of the idea of failing. Mm-hmm. And and that's either built in them as a person from just the way they are socially, academically, whatever aspect of their life they're scared of failing, or it's built into them through a learned situation, right? Mm-hmm. Some yeah. parents are, believe it or not, more strict than others, right? <laughs> and and some parents are like, if you don't get that A, mm-hmm. you're grounded, mm-hmm. right? And and that scares people, mm-hmm. you know. But in 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 certain situations re- revolving around adversity. The only way you learn is by trying, mm-hmm. right? So, so it goes back to the, exactly what you were saying about the puzzle. Perfect example, right? Mm-hmm. You're never going to know if you can complete the puzzle yeah. if you don't start putting the pieces together, exactly. right? Exactly. right? Even, exactly. even, if, even if it's a 200-piece a puzzle or a 500-piece puzzle, right? Mm-hmm. The 500-piece puzzle might take more time. It might be a harder goal. Absolutely. But you're not going to get to the goal if you don't start working around the edges, Yeah. right? Yeah. And I... I've come to find that as a kid, as a kid, I was scared. I was scared to disappoint. Yeah. And, and what do you, let's, let's dig into that, yeah. right? That's important. Yeah. Where do you think that comes from? From you personally, from your own experience? I think for me personally, it's a combination of a lot of things. Okay. Um, personally, I find it a hundred percent a goal of mine to wake up in the morning and ask myself, what do you got for me today? Right? I love what that. you got? I what love you that. got? I love right? That. And that has to be at least 1% better than I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Right. Whether it's, oh, I talked to, I talked to this dude in the gym and you know, he's got some stuff going on, but he's trying to make himself better. Right. And I find it very interesting that, you know, talking to people at the gym, even something as little as that can actually help you grow. You know, that is a, a, a piece of the puzzle, right? Even though it may be a 500 piece puzzle and it may be a, a minuscule thing, but it's still a piece. And I think that's, that's very, very important. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's a real thing to know where you are in your life, right? It's a real thing. Um, and and every night I go to bed and and I think about the things I've done throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a way that I wind down personally. Yeah. Um, but but if when I'm doing something in a day that I haven't done the day before and I go and reflect on it, 
I think, wow, I've never heard someone or talked to someone who's going through that, right? Mm-hmm. And then I learn, you know, right. it's 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 a big tree. Mm-hmm. It's a big tree with a bunch of branches, right? Mm-hmm. The everlasting tree. Mm-hmm. It never stops, mm-hmm. right? Um, but yeah, man, making, making yourself 1% better every day is a big time goal, even though it sounds small, it's a big thing because mm-hmm. sometimes you're like, man, I'm already doing a lot, you know, <laughs> right? Like, like, man, 1% yeah. better than I'm already doing, mm-hmm. like... What is that? How? What? What could that be? Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's even the small things, man. Like picking up a piece of trash off the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, if yeah. if I pick up a piece of trash off the ground, I'm part of a community so much bigger than me that's mm-hmm. dedicated to do something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, man, failure failure is not bad. Yeah, audience, I, I want you to know this: failure is not bad. If, if you can come to accept failure and and take it as a learning experience. You're going to be so much better for it. And some things, man, it's okay to be mad that you failed. It's okay. Yeah. You know, like, man, I get in a, I'll be in the ring fighting some somebody, you know, and I'll lose a round and I'll be like, man, yeah. I just got my butt kicked, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just something that you got to learn from, man, right? Yeah. Like, that's why we have coaches, right? For example, my coach, my fighting coach. Shout out to Danny Perez, man, San Diego, hey. California. That's my dog. <laughs> um... But, you know, I would go in and I'd spar with these guys who were 50 times better than I was at boxing, right? And I would I would win a round, and then I'd go back and I'd get my butt kicked the next round. Mm-hmm. And, and what does he come up and do? He tells me and makes me think about what I did and reflect off that and change what I'm doing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I learn. It's learning. Mm-hmm. You learn from the things that were mistakes. Yeah. Absolutely. If I threw a right hand at someone and I got caught in the chin for it, I learned. Absolutely, yeah. And I think boxing is, is a great sport to to really teach somebody that like, you know, failure, you can learn from that. Like because boxing, like, I mean you look at UFC like you you're gonna get your butt kicked. Like, you know, like at the end of the day, whether you win, lose, like there is no such thing as a perfect fighter where he's untouchable yeah. when that he hits every shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like failure, failure in a way is like inevitable. Like it's yeah. always, it's going to happen to everybody. Yeah. It's it's really like I always say in my podcast, it's really how you reflect on that. Yeah. Like, how do you reflect on that failure? Like there's only two things you can do after you fail. It's either you get up or you stay down. And, yeah. I mean, everybody knows that. And like, I mean, I think like we're, we're hitting very simple things, but like a lot of people, you know, they're not taking it to the, to the level of like, okay, I know this is true, but like, why am I not doing this? And they're not, I guess they're aware, but like, they're not doing the actions. And, and I, I totally agree with you. Like failing is definitely not worse than not trying. I think trying, like if you don't try, you neither fail or succeed. Like you're, it's worse. Right, because like if you failed, you at least put some amount of effort in. And I'm not saying that. Look, I'm not saying that we should seek to fail. I think that when people say seek to fail, I I, I don't understand where they're coming from because you want to seek to succeed. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. You want to uh, seek to um, complete and achieve your goals. I think you know. I I, I try to understand what they're saying because you want to seek failure because you're going to learn from failure. A lot of a lot, but you should really go for success and if you happen to fail learn from that failure you know that's i think that's what makes a a champion i mean i don't think a champion uh, seeks failure i don't think you know lebron james when he goes to the final game he's like 
well, you know, I hope I lose so I can learn something from this. You know what I mean? No, he's going he's gonna to want to win. And if he happens to lose, he's going to be, then he's going to go and reflect. And I think that's important. I think, you know, a lot of us, do we really reflect on ourselves? Like, do we really think about why we're feeling the way we're feeling? Why we're thinking the way we're thinking? Why, what do we do on our day-to-day lives? Like, ask yourself why. Like, why do I hold this belief? Why do I believe this religion? I think this is important. I think a lot of people don't want to ask themselves these questions because they don't really know the answer. They don't know the answer of why they believe this organization. They don't know, they don't know the answer of why they're even going to school, why they study the, the major that they study. I think that, and they're scared because they don't know. And a lot of people, when they don't know something, this is fear, a fear of the unknown, right? And I think this is a, a very natural human thing to do and it's definitely a skill to learn how to not be so fearful right when when you're not sure because unsurety like when you don't know something it makes you uncomfortable you're not comfortable in that setting you don't know that setting right it's like going to a new city right you're you know fear of the unknown you're uncomfortable now like you're like i don't know anybody what am i supposed to do you know and i think that you have to overcome that and i think that the one way you can overcome that is understanding who you are understanding who you are. I think that when you start reflecting on yourself, I think that when you're in a society like this one, where there's so much noise, so much things going around in our lives, we're so sucked in on our our technology, you know, um, things are just telling us who we're supposed to be. There's identity politics, you're supposed to be a certain way uh, based off what you look like or where you grew up at, you know, there there are certain things that shape our mind and, and shape the way we view things. But what we have to do is take these blinders off, yeah. you know? And how do we take these blinders off? Know that you have the freaking blinders on. Yeah. Self-awareness, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so. One of the things I want to touch on that is we were, we were talking about LeBron. Uh, I don't, you know, that, that's, that's a key part. Um, but, but the best, one of the best basketball players of all time, yes. Michael Jordan, he's, a, he's yes. a phenom, right? He had this quote, right? And he said, I can accept failure. Everybody fails. But I can't accept not trying, right? Mm-hmm. I love that. Everybody. Right, love and that and thinking thinking of thinking about that in, in not just what the words say, but what what's behind it. One of the most successful players of his craft ever, ever. knew he was gonna fail, mm-hmm. knew it before even touching the basketball, going mm-hmm. on a court for a game, mm-hmm. knew that eventually someone was gonna take him off his high horse. Mm-hmm. It's inevitable, yeah. right? Just yeah. like we were saying. And if, if you can start to realize that no matter what happens, no one is perfect and no one can succeed 100% of the time, mm-hmm. then you'll feel more comfortable. We're talking about that un- uncomfortable feeling, yeah. right? Like yes. you're feeling yeah. lost. You're feeling like, oh, I don't belong here. Mm-hmm. But you do. You do. When you, when you want to be a part of something, yeah. you belong there. Mm-hmm. That's part of that's that, that. If you choose to, that, that becomes a part of who you are. Mm. Right, mm. and yes. if you choose to accept something onto yourself, nobody can take that from you. Mm-hmm. And once you're in that, then you know, okay, well, guess what? I might have failed because I'm new, or I might have failed because maybe I didn't put the preparation in. But so did this guy who's done it for forty years. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. No, you 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 make you make a great point there, and I think that you know sometimes, you know, a lot of people, I. I try to, when they, when they ask me for advice when it comes to this, you know, it's simple, 
but it's like I said again, it's not easy. And I, I tell people you have to start learning how to look towards yourself. And so like one of those ways that I do that personally is meditate. I think meditating is one of the best things that I can do for myself um, because this is one of the easiest ways where I can understand who I am. Like, and I honestly just, I have a journal and I write certain questions down and when it's time to meditate, I look at that question and I think about it. And I think that sometimes you don't have to meditate for very long. You can meditate for five minutes. It'll be the longest five minutes of your life. <laughs> you'd, 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 be, you'd be surprised how, how freaking long five minutes actually is when you meditate and you actually sit there and you turn down the noise, like you turn down the volume and you're just sitting there with yourself. Just and you either realize one or two things, like you realize whether, you know, you really don't have much to think about yourself or you've worked on yourself enough to where you have something to think about yourself and maybe it's something you need to improve on or you just want to acknowledge. I think it's also very good to look back at your like achievements and, and think about the things that we did right. And I think that's one of the things I struggle with is that even though I do a lot of things and, and I achieve a, a, a good amount of success as an undergrad student, I think that sometimes I don't really go back and think about the hard work I put in. I don't think about all the um, the effort and all the blood, the sweat and tears because I'm thinking about doing the next goal. And I think that, you know, in a way, that's not the best thing you should do because sometimes you gotta soak it in, you know? And I think that, um, you know, going with this whole campaign thing, uh, no matter where it goes, cause you, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm running for, you know, VP of student body, um, but I will know the results by, um, I guess by the time this podcast goes, I already know the results, but as the time I'm making this, I don't know the results. And so when I find out the results, you know, I'm still going to do some self-reflection, whether I win or whether I lose. And I think that that's very key. I mean, obviously, there's going to be two different types of self-reflection depending on the outcome of the election, but there's going to be self-reflection and there's going to be room for growth in both scenarios. There's going to be room for growth when I win. There's going to be room for growth if I don't win. And I, I think that's that's key, like thinking about self-reflecting when even when you achieve things. Yeah, of course, man. Um, I'm going to get into a little story for the, yeah. for the podcast. Go right ahead, quick. man. So this is, this is actually relevant. It might not seem relevant at first. <laughs> right? So when I was about a sophomore in high school, right, I was fascinated by monks. All right. Mm. Uh, monks, self-isolation. Like the bald ones? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm like, like the bald ones? Yeah, no. I was just fascinated, man. I was fascinated by by the way they lived their life. You know, so so self-reflected. You know, like that's yeah. the that's the definition of being self-reflected is living that type of life. And I'm not saying that 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 should be anyone's goal or, or anything. <laughs> be a monk. But at one point, I really wanted to do this. Like I looked into flight prices to go to China and wow. I, I found locations that I could go. I started even on my own trying to learn the Chinese language. Wow. Yeah. Um, I tried to learn Mandarin. Yeah. It was it was hard, but Mandarin um, Mandarin is hard. I, I want to try to learn Mandarin. Yeah, but um I, I just I really did. I did everything I could. And you know what? I failed. I didn't make it to that point, right? Mm -hmm. But it was still a part of who I am. I put countless hours into figuring out how I was going to do this, right? Mm -hmm. And my end result, mm -hmm. Tai Chi classes in my, in my town. <laughs> tai Chi classes in my town was the end result. So I, I took that. That's a failure. Mm -hmm. 
that wasn't achieving the goal that I set out to do, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But but I still learned yeah. and I got something out of it, right? I took action. The action didn't get to the result, but I, I took action, mm-hmm. right? And I did what the, the, the best thing I could do for my given circumstance, and it was to involve myself in some type of self-reflected art that I could really experience this for myself. I, I love that. And, uh, you know, in a way, I, I've been through my own journey. Um, there was a lot of things I... I I shouldn't say this off the bat, but there was a lot of things that I didn't achieve and I failed a lot, especially in high school. And I think, um, you know, I was an athlete. Um, I wanted to play college, but I just, I just couldn't make it. I mean, there was certain things like an injury, but there's a lot of factors in play. But at the end of the day, I didn't achieve the goal that I wanted. Um, I also didn't want to go to the university I didn't want to go to. You know, um, I didn't want to go to Dixie State or, or Utah Tech University. That wasn't my first... Um, decision. So, you know, there's a lot of things where I didn't really achieve what I want to achieve. But, you know, in a way, I think that I, I, I'm a big believer in, in fates and, and things happen, you know, for a certain reason. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, you should go out. Like, I, I think that, like, when I say stuff like that, like, you shouldn't focus too heavily on it. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people, like, reflect once you reflect, once you get out of that reflection, once you've gotten that growth, once you learn from it, you have to sort of move on. And you can't just be stuck in that hole, stuck in that failure. You know, I, I know a lot of people um, in high school that I played ball with, and they're still trying to play ball, but like, they're stuck in that, in that you know, they're not moving anywhere, yeah. right? You know, they're, they're, they're just stuck in that, in that mindset. And it's, and it's troubling because it's, it's a way because they not, they're not self-reflecting. Yeah. And it, if they were to self-reflect, they would shine light to the truth and to sort of reality mm-hmm. to which maybe this isn't the thing I should be doing anymore. Like maybe I'm cut out for something else. And I think that maybe that's a calling to something else. I think, yeah, I didn't want to go to Dixie State University, but I made a good, I made something. Here. Yeah, you're you know, here. I created something here. And I think that that's, that's very important. I think you didn't go to China, but you created something. Like yeah. you created a new path, a new a new walkway for yourself, or or maybe not even. I mean, you opened the new door that you didn't even know was there. No, you know? yeah, yeah. The so. door it it when I my goal w- was to be a monk. It mm-hmm. wasn't to take Tai Chi classes in my city, right? Mm-hmm. That was a hidden thing I didn't even know I was gonna come across, mm-hmm. right? And and ultimately, it's part of who I am now. I did that for two years, and 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 it's actually part of who I am. Um, one of the things that like. That that really relates to the topic we're going about and Sean specifically, you know, like the moment like it's not even just self-realization. You have to know where you're at in your life, Mm -hmm. right? Understanding where you are is key to making decisions that you do. When you come across a decision of whether or not to do something, Mm -hmm. it should partly be based off where you're at in your life, Mm -hmm. right? So... That's that's part of the whole the whole conversation, right? Um, is let's say I really want to buy a house, right? I really want to buy a house, yeah. And and like that is something that I've been wanting to do forever, but I'm not in the position, not in the correct time in my life to do that. That has to be a major part of my decision on whether or not I go buy a house when I'm not ready, yeah. right? Yeah. So understanding where I'm at in my life and I'm not at the point to buy a house right should should help me decide okay i'm not gonna buy a house Mm -hmm. right so the whole football thing right understanding where you're at in your life 
These guys, for example, these guys, for example, in the draft, right? They're 19, 20 years old. Yeah. Some of them are younger than us, bro. <laughs> they you are. know, you know, yeah. and these guys are amazing athletes, right? Some people are not harping on anyone who listens to this. Some people are 24, right? Knowing that it is going to be the hardest challenge of their life if they're going to make it to the NFL. Mm-hmm. And they're not taking where they're at in their life as part of the decision on whether or not to move on or to stay, mm. right? So I just, I just want it to be a key point for these listeners to understand that like, not only should you be self-reflecting within the things that you are and the yeah. things that you do, yeah. you should be self-reflecting on what is around you and what have you done. Mm. Okay, yeah, I like that. Um, you kind of got into it, like positionality, like yeah. learning where your position is in life, like social position, um, um, economic, financial position, um, emotional position, like, like there's a lot of positions where things come into play that kind of shape what we can do and what decisions we're able to make. Sort of like, it's like an agency, like what freedom do we have to do? The more you understand not only yourself, but like you said, the things around you, the more agency you have, the more you can say, I can do this, I can't do that, this is my limitations, I can't do this, like, you know, like, it's kind of me understanding, kind of going back to the whole college thing. Um, You know, I'm not the, I'm not from, I I came from a pretty good background financially, but not well enough to go to Harvard without being in debt. You know what I mean? I understand my position there. I understand my financial position where I can't go to Harvard. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a certain position that we have in society where we can't. And then, like, sometimes people complain about that position. And and, and there is some some merit to that a little bit. Um, because there are certain positions that people are placed in which is unequal or and unequitable. And I understand why people are would argue for that. However, I think that what we're talking about here is positions that honestly you can control right yeah. um like we're, we're not gonna get into like some deep conversations where we talk about i mean we could i mean we could talk about like maybe the, the racial positions in the past or even class positions where I, I i feel like sometimes if you grow if you like i mean this is statistically proven if you grow up poor most likely you are going to be poor you know what i mean there's certain positions where i i feel like you can argue that it's not Unequitable. I think that I think it's hard for people to honestly, from my research, to be as mobile as we think we can be. I think that um, capitalism plays a huge part in, in, in class and whether people are being able to be mobile or not, especially like these last two years. Um, you see a lot of the wealth in the middle class just being broken down and broken down and obviously you see the lower class just getting broken down and broken down and more violence is happening. However, you see the top 1% um, gaining more wealth than they ever had. So like you see these things, but I mean, honestly, there's not much we can do about big social issues like that. Like, and so, I mean, unless you're part of this big advocacy group, you're in the day-to-day trenches, honestly, you shouldn't even be worried about that. Like you should be worried about what's happening in your life right now, the present. You know, and I think that that's what I want to hit on specifically is that like, okay, if you want to be in an, ad, an advocacy, you want to advocate for something, that's different because that's your life. That's your career. That's your livelihood. This is something you study. This is something you work on. 
But if you're just an average citizen, you got bills to pay, you got things to worry <laughs> you about. You got things like, to do. You know what I mean? You can hate capitalists all you want or capitalism all you want, but you still got to pay the bills. Capitalism is still there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you still have to be a player of the game. You still have to know your position, yeah. either or not, whether or not it's fair or not. I think that that's kind of what I want to hit at. I know that there's a, a lot of nuances in this topic here, but you know that's just my perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And, and I agree. I think that, that situations that are out of one's control, mm-hmm. it's it's tough realization to understand that things are going to be harder for you mm-hmm. than they are going to be for somebody else. Yeah. And that that's a, that's a harsh aspect of reality. Mm-hmm. And and like like Sean was saying, at the end of the day, man, everybody got to put food on the table. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Everybody got to put food on the table. Yeah. And and that is the first priority. Mm-hmm. And and in all honesty, like you said, within yourself, the best thing you can do is to understand where you are. Mm-hmm. Right? And and like Sean said, if you're an advocate for this and this is something that you grew up with and and you made a career out of this and this is what you do, then that is your societal job yeah. to to understand and mm-hmm. dissect that large social mm-hmm. issue. Yeah, and, right? I, and I, I respect that 100%. Yeah, yeah. And, and for us, for us, for, for, for me, for speaking on my own, um, you know, I'm just an average citizen. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the normal guy mm-hmm. who still has to pay bills, still mm-hmm. has to do all these things, right? And the best thing I can do is understand what what is a smart decision for me mm-hmm. and what is not a smart decision for me mm-hmm. what limitations do i have how much freedom do i have in this aspect mm-hmm. right and it's a give and take man give and take Absolutely. give and take right i can i can take something from here if i take something from here i got to give something else mm-hmm. right yeah. if i if 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 i'm giving my time to something that's new mm-hmm. if i don't have time to give I gotta take time from something else. Yeah, and time's a time's a perfect example of, of that that concept yeah. um, giving and taking because um, you know a lot of people like to say they don't have time. They yeah. don't have time to work out. They don't have time to cook yeah. uh, healthy food. They don't have time to study. They don't yeah. have time to actually be better at their craft. They don't have time to actually be good at work or whatever career they do. You know, a lot of people want to say that they don't have time, but uh, like I said, when you come to the self reflection that's one of the key things is like, what do you do? You know, what do you do in your daily life? And you know, 99% of people have time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, you know, how much do you sleep? Do you sleep 10 hours a day? I don't don't need to sleep 10 hours a day. To be honest with you, like I can function honestly pretty well at like five or six. Yeah. I don't, I could like cut half of that. (laughs) I, you know what I mean? Like I honestly, like with my body, I can go to sleep with like, 11 30 wake up at 5 30 i do that almost every day yeah i'd be fine obviously i can't do that till like 50 60 you yeah. like you know you can't go to bed at 11 30 but yeah. like understanding my position physically i think it's important too because my physical body is able it's like a rubber band it's able yeah. to just snap back you know yeah. like if i break a bone i you know it's gonna heal pretty de- decently quick rather yeah. if i'm like 50 60 i'm on my decline yeah my physical position um but that's the way and i use that as to, to an advantage you know yeah. because those hours that people are wasting, those four or five hours we're talking about sleep, I'm up, I'm moving, I'm advancing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm reading. People say they don't have time to read. I have plenty of time to read when I wake up at 5.30. Yeah. I don't have time to read when I wake up at 8.30. Yeah. But, you know, understanding my position, I use that to my to a leverage. And understanding that when we're young, 
we have a certain privilege. Yeah. We have the privilege of having our bodies still kind of growing, our bodies still healing. Yeah. Use that. I mean, I know a lot of a lot of my audience is young. Use your your your, your youth as a, as a, it's a gift. Yeah. And like any person that's old or just oh, elder yeah. would tell you that. Any person, <laughs> use your young, do do whatever you need to do. Like, travel the world, yeah. do this, be active. Like because a lot of these people would say, yeah, I wasn't active when I was young. I wish I was now because now I want to be active. Yeah. It's too late now because I don't have the physical. I didn't understand my position. Yeah, exactly. I didn't understand my even my physical. Like I didn't understand my position. I should have traveled. I On the done money. More hikes. On the money. Yeah. On the money, man. These. For me personally, um, I I got along like all my close friends. I'd always go over to their house. I got along with those those all my friends' parents. Like, they always say, you know, just as you said, man. You know, I wish I'd kill to be young again, right? I'd kill to be young again. You know, you only get one crack at it, man, right? So understanding where you're at now, understanding your age. I mean, we're 20, you Mm -hmm. know? We're we're young. We we have time to do these things, man. How many many times you heard parents say, I wish I could go out, but I got to take care of my kid? A lot. Right? A lot. A lot. lot, You know? And that's part of positionality. Mm -hmm. That's part of knowing. And and I like that because there's nothing wrong taking care of your kid and like we're not saying go out there and you know neglect your responsibilities no. I'm saying like honestly before you even have those responsibilities do the things that you want to do yeah. right understand that like when you get married you're 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 that's like a union almost you can't do things on your own you're not just one employee anymore you're part of a union yeah and when you're married you're part of a union with a partner and then when you have a family you have a union of people yeah. so you can't just move on your own merit now no. you can't it's not it's different moving and, and, and understanding yourself and self-reflecting positionality when you have a family I mean I mean I know both of us don't have a family but we can understand that positionality is going to be totally different like oh, yeah. you can't think about oh my economic, you got to think about my kids, Power. this, like, I can't just move to yeah. this state, to this state, yeah. you know, because of my kids in school, yeah. there's a lot, lot more things you have to consider, but if you never even practice on yourself, how, you gonna, how, are, how are you going to lead your family? Yeah. I mean, I think that we're both going to be, you know, leaders in our family. Yeah, of course. So, how are we going to be leaders in our family as men if we can't understand our position. We don't know who we are, yeah. you know, like, yeah. you know, how are we going to guide a kid, a, a young, a young child mm-hmm. to know who they are when we don't even know ourselves, yeah, and you we know, haven't worked on it. Yeah. And, and we how, haven't worked on that. How can you even ask of, of your partner to respect or even love you to this, to honestly, to this degree, because you, you don't even, you haven't reflect on yourself. And I think a lot of people lose themselves in marriage. I see this a lot. I mean, especially in Utah. You know, there's quite a bit of marriages when it happens young. And I think that, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I think the only critique that I have when it comes to youthful marriage is that, have you done enough self-reflecting? Do you know who you are? It's cool. I, 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 I've i heard many stories where you get married at 18 and you've been happily married your whole life. I've heard plenty of them. But I've heard more stories where that wasn't the case. And it's, I think the thing, the symptom that I see is... They didn't self-reflect. They didn't know their position before they got married to this person. And now that the positions are conjoined, you didn't know your position, but now you're kind of, now you're just clueless or ignorant in this marriage. And now, you know, how can you grow? How can you create something? I think marriage is about creating an experience with somebody else. How can you create that 
You I mean, need to create your own. I mean, it's like a train, right? Like, like you got the engine caboose, right? Yeah. You're adding on. You're carrying new packaging, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't know how to drive a train, how are you gonna add two more cabooses? <laughs> you know, like, you know, yeah. it's 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 that it's that thing, you know. And and I'm from I'm from I'm from California, man, San Diego, California, where where mm-hmm. things move a lot different. Things move yeah. a lot different. People Absolutely. are in and out of relationships. People are there. People are there. Yeah. Um, you know, but the the difference is in being here. I see. A, I'm even walking around Target, right, man? I'm walking around Target, and I see couples fighting so often. <laughs> so Target? often at Target. Oh, yeah, I thought you saw that at Walmart. No, <laughs> they got, they got they got they got families and kids, and and they're they're so they're so not conjoined. You know, they're they're. They're out of they're out of line. Yeah. You know, and and that is I would bet everything I own that that is almost entirely because they don't even know who they are themselves. Mm-hmm. If you don't know who you are them yourself, and you're trying to know who somebody else is, mm-hmm. that ain't never gonna work. Mm-hmm. Ain't never gonna work. Mm-hmm. And and the the fact that like I'm blessed to be on this podcast, man, and mm-hmm. and share my my realization of this mm-hmm. is incredible, man. Like. Like the fact that like we're young, you know, and, and a lot of people who are older would look at our mindsets like that and be like, I wish I would have thought like that when I was young. Oh, absolutely. You and, know? you know, I, I get that quite frequently. And, um, you know, this is what the podcast is for. I mean, obviously, I, I, I started this to inspire people and to spread positivity and use my perspective and, and my articulation of words to express my thoughts. And... I came to this new realization that like this isn't this shouldn't be a single movement. This should be a multifaceted movement with a bunch of people in it. I think that there's no such thing as a movement with one person. I think that, you know, like for example, I mean a lot of people think that civil rights was just all Martin Luther King. There's no such thing as one person <laughs> that carries a, a movement. No. A movement is literally just a, 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 it's a societal change. That's what really it is, and yeah. you can't bring societal change with one person. It's no, literally impossible. Yeah, I mean history says that differently, but like you know, history is going to construct things in a certain way. Yeah. anyways, it's all I, in my opinion. It's a bit subjective to certain things. Yeah, but you know, the point is, is that I want to use this podcast for people to express themselves, and I think that's the point of conversations with Sean Rios in this segment, this whole series, is to let people have their own perspectives, their own experiences, and just have a conversation. You know, whether or not we disagree, or whether or not we agree, whether or not um, we're right, or sometimes we're wrong. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think that's also subjective as well. So just even allowing people to have this, I I love it, because people always come back to me, and they love that. I'm, I'm allowing voices to be heard. Um, of course. I mean, you know, especially hidden gyms here in St. George. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not from here, but, you know, you have to find, you know, things that you have to find. I find a lot of good within something that I didn't expect from or, like, I find a lot. I mean, I'm very grateful, I guess, is the word I would use. Yeah. I, I, even though this wasn't the school I wanted to go to, um, I'm very grateful that I even went here. You know what I mean? And, and that's... A certain level of maturity to get there, and so yeah, I honestly appreciate you coming on the podcast. Um, yeah. I think we we spoke a lot. Of, we spoke a lot of truth to to power, and um, you know, I really appreciate you coming on here. I know we talked about this yeah. for a while, and um, I know this is a very highly 
anticipated episode. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just want to thank you for everything that you do. Um, I want to also, you know, when I really like people, I want them to come back on the show. And I, I really liked our conversation. And I think that, you know, we can have a very enlightening conversation. And I also, I'm thinking about getting a group of guys, you know, this is something I've been thinking about, but getting a group of guys that have, you know, our similar mindset and just kind of sitting down and chopping it up. Like, I think this would be, I have two other guys that have also been on this podcast. Great. And I'm thinking about, you know, having a whole group of us together yeah. and really just changing it. Man. Yeah, changing man. It. I'm, I'm creating a movement. And I'm with it. I'm with it. That's awesome, bro. Yeah, I mean, the the... The whole the, so for me personally, just just to like give you guys the whole wrap up of what I'm trying to say. Personally, my personality, I'm a very logical, blunt guy, right? Same. Like, Same. I, however something is is how it is, right? And you you need to look deeper into what it is, but but what it is is what it is. Mm-hmm. And and I gotta be honest with you, like I came on this podcast, I'm I'm not in the highest peak of my life, mm-hmm. right? But I make it a mission to see everything for the best it could be. Right, I gotta be honest, man. Sometimes life is lonely. Sometimes life is violent. Sometimes life sucks, man. Right? Sometimes you, you're down in the dumps, you know. And and the only thing you can do that separates you from everyone around you mm-hmm. is to get back up. Right? Absolutely. Right? And and the the what is it? I think it's from Rocky the movie. Right? The 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 quote oh, that, that you know the movie. He goes he goes. It doesn't matter about how many times you drop. Who cares? Who cares? If you have the strength to get up off that canvas, right, and you do it, you do it. Absolutely. No question. And and my coach would tell me that all the time. He goes, I know you're laying on that canvas, but I know you can get up. So get up. And he'll yell at me from the floor while I'm in the middle of a fight. He'll go, get up, get up. I know you can get up. You know? And and that that's what I strive to live by, man. I, I strive to live like a warrior. Absolutely. A warrior, man. Yeah. A warrior. I like that, man. I, I like that. I think we... we uh, have a certain similar way of seeing life and, and in some ways even living life um, mm-hmm. because you know it is it is sometimes a dog eat dog world yeah. you know out here and, and like I said we sometimes we don't sometimes we don't ask for our positions you know mm-hmm. sometimes they're just given to us in yeah. life we're given certain positions and we got to deal with it like we have to deal with the positions that we don't and it's really just how what you do like we can exactly. play victim, and whether or not it's valid or not doesn't. It, I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't no, matter. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, it's it's going to be how you how you grow from that, how you learn from that, right? So that's what I want you guys to really think about and, and focus on the positions around you, where where you are at in life, and sort of reflect on yourself. Learn a lot about yourself. I think that's crucial. I mean. I'm not at my peak either and I think that um, I don't want to be you know like I want to continue to grow I want to continue to learn I want to continue to have more experiences and I think that once we come to that realization we open a lot of doors and I think that's all we're trying to say is that once you understand your position you have a lot more agency you have a lot more doors open up for you that you did not see right we cannot see everything we are not omni we're not omnipotent or omni we're not omnipotent I can't even say the word right now, but you know what I mean. We don't know everything, so at the same time, like we have to sort of understand what we do know and work with that. Exactly, and work with that. Perfect, man. 
man. That's I funny. enjoy I enjoy you coming on the show, bro. I enjoy you coming on the show. It was fire, bro. It it, it it's it's this is probably one of the funnest things I've done, man. I'd love to, I'd, I'd love, yeah. to, I'd love to come back. I'll be willing to share any of my stories with you guys anytime, man. Um, Royal fam, dude. Shout out to y'all. Uh, I know I'd be listening. Um, but in. Yeah, yeah, man. But yeah, just if you guys could take one thing from this and, and actually put it into practicality, do what Sean does. Meditate. Try it. Try it. It's hard. Try it. It is. Right? It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. Or even do what I do, right? Wake up in the morning. Look at yourself in whatever mirror you can you can find and say, what do you have for me today, right? What do you have? And at the end of the night, mm. go over what you got. What did you give yourself today? Mm. What did you provide for yourself today? And did you get 1% better? And that's it, y'all. Did you get 1% better? We'll leave it at that, man. That was fire. That was Woo. fire. Once again, Royal Fam, if you got something from the show, which I know you did, I know you got something from the show. So um, I want you guys to share the show. Remember, that is the fee. That's the only thing that I ask you guys. Again, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. It was awesome. I had a blast. I'm sure Gavin had a blast. And um, we were we're going to see him again. We're going to see him again. So yeah. don't, don't get, uh, I hope you're not tired of Gavin yet because you're going to be seeing more of him. So love you guys. I'll see you next week. Peace.